Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, Episode 12. Today's episode is another installment of Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to our previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. The ghost said he had an exit strategy and it was in this direction. That is correct. Uh, you do see that platform that he was at? Do you try to like... I guess uh, I will though have my gun out because at this point there's no need to be stealthy noise-wise. So I just want to be prepared to shoot if anybody gets close. Okay, that sounds good. Yes, you guys could get to the bottom of the platform without too much trouble. But there are Zerg that are headed your direction. Did you want to climb the platform? Did you want to just run? Is this a more stable looking platform? Make an average mechanic check. She wants to know if she can crush the Zerg or if we can get on top of it. Success, two threats. Okay, you can take some strain. Yes, this one does look a little bit more stable. It does have some lights. Uh, just like the emergency lighting is active. The top of the platform, it has some low walls, so there's some things you can sort of take cover behind. Is the platform short range high? Yes, it is short range high. Okay, then I start climbing. Okay, give me a athletics check. I'm going to stand guard until Imogen gets some way up, because I know I'm a better climber than she is. You can use the gear though, right? Or no, this needs... You can give her the gear if you want. You can, you can throw up a grapnel and shoot. that's an extra rope. Yeah, I'll do that. Hopefully get you... So it's just a one purple. Climbing check. A little easier than the cliff. Yes. Success with two advantages. Okay, yeah. Imogen scurries right up. And Lily, if you wanted to make the same check, one purple, you can get up there. You can take up an extra blue die if you want. Extra blue die from me confirming that it is easy to climb. <laughs> I saw how you did it. I think I can I can do that. The blue die represents removing your worry about Imogen falling off of it. <laughs> one success. You squirm up there. You guys managed to get on top of the platform. There's like a little low wall. There's a little bit of emergency lighting. At about the same time, you two are like lying on there, catching your breath. You see a shimmer again drop. It says, ah, so glad you could make it. He's up there? He is up there now. You guys can roll to recover strain. One success means I heal one, then two advantages. Don't do anything. Which okay. is why I rolled five advantages. Yeah. The pack finally wears off, Imogen. You take a second to catch your breath, you kind of calm down. But it's still like a little bit of jitter. Are you two all right? Yes, sir. Uh, please, no, no ranks here. You got hit by a spine, you did. No, it didn't get me. Look at your shoulder. Oh, that spine. Yeah. Hydralis got me good. I thought she meant the building one. <laughs> I was like, no, almost. The ghost kind of looks at you, Lily, and says, would you like me to... I can attempt to treat that. You should not leave Hydralis spines. The acid is very dangerous. Sure. Can I assist him? If you like. Does he know what he's doing? You have no idea. Lily doesn't ask. He's just like, sure, yeah. He pulls out a basic medical kit. I hope this isn't the, the Maki driving scenario where Maki does all the driving, but she doesn't actually know how to do it. I will assist. It's just a blue die. He actually has three successes and four advantages. You can recover four up to four strain and up to three wounds. I don't have any strain and just three wounds. He'll just hold on to those advantages then. So he passes you up. He's got... It looks like a basic medical kit, but it's very well organized, I would say. Nice. It's not that it hasn't seen a lot of use. It's a high quality basic medical kit. Thank you. You're uh, doing something crazy out there with that center, Brett. So are you. Duh, duh. 
I was hoping to get myself a sample, but I couldn't quite get close enough. What do you need a sample for? I could ask you the same thing, but I'm thinking people who go in for Cerebet sample, not kind of people who want to share that kind of information. But if you want us to share our sample, you might need to give us some. This sounds like a negotiation. I was say, that sounds like negotiate to me. This is actually two purples. I'm going to turn one of them red. I mean, I stuffed as much as I could get into this jar, so... Four successes and two threats. He'll take a blue die on what he does. Okay. Next. He says, okay, okay. I'm doing a bit of Zerg research, and I know Cerebrates are particularly high up on the food chain, uh, as it were. So I wanted to find a Cerebrate sample. I knew there was one on this planet. They're kind of rare creatures. That's what I'm looking to use the Cerebrate sample for, to further my own research. He will attempt to make... He'll make a social check with you. What is your cool, Imogen? My cool is a yellow and two greens... But I am prepared with a clever retort. Clever retort. So he has two threats on his roll automatically. He has net one threat and failure then. Uh, so you can tell he's trying to be ingratiate, ingratiating and congenial. I was wondering, since I sort of helped you out, uh, taking care of several of those Zerg, you might share some of the sample you collected. Do you have other types of Zerg samples? Give me a charm check. She's going for a Zerg swap, huh? Two purples. And you could take a blue, since you're kind of catching him off guard. <laughs> right? You're like, what else you got? Because <laughs> we've got the building one. <laughs> I have uh, four successes and two threats. You asked what kind of other yeah. Zerg? Essentially, what's in your sample box? What's in my sample box? Like, can we all walk out of here with five different types of Zerg? That would be fine with me. Back where I do research, she says, I have a few different strains. Zerglings, Hydralisks. Uh, experimented with a drone once. I don't take, I don't carry them on me, though. What's a drone? You don't know what a drone is. Oh, I mean, I know there's little planes that fly around. They're driven by people sitting at... No, 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 no. A drone is... Is that the green things? No, you're thinking Baneling. A drone is a type of Zerg that can become one of the large Zerg structures. A balloon thing? No, no, that's a different kind of Zerg. There's much about Zerg, it seems, you don't know. May I ask what you're hoping to use the Cerebrate sample for? We know a researcher who wants it. Oh, really? Do you do your own research? I do do my own research. Is it based on this planet? No. This is a terrible hellhole of a planet. I would not wish to do research here. If there were not a Cerebrate here, I would not have come. Although we seem to have stirred up the Zerg quite a bit. Is there's like Zerglings? Some of them are at the bottom of the, the tower that you're on. They're not generally clawing at it, but they're around. Should we be doing something about those? Well, I can cloak, so I'll be fine. I could go get my dropship and pick you up if you share a sample. So he will make a negotiate. What is your negotiate again? Red, purple, purple. Does Imogen know what ghosts, the ghosts are, anything about that? Or is that just like, because I mentioned I thought he was a ghost, but I don't know if that was meaningful to her at all. It is meaningful to her, but you don't know that it's meaningful to her. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know if you knew what, so I know that at some point I told you I thought he was a ghost. I don't know what you've gotten more out of it. So I don't know if it would be like, because I kind of thought they were assassins. So I don't know if it'd be like, what's a so, ghost doing research, you know, <laughs> or whatever. So Egon told Imogen about ghosts. So Imogen knows that they have been trained as assassins, but she also knows that they are selected because they are psionically gifted. Yeah, so public knowledge about ghosts is sort of like secretive government agents that can carry out whatever secret orders need to happen. Think like Men in Black or, or something like that. I didn't know if there was something that seemed a little bit weird that he would be doing research and also be doing this or like... I mean, that does seem a little weird. Yes. 
So that I don't know if that's something Imogen could use for her negotiation or whatever. He fails his negotiation check. He's like, look, what is it that you want in exchange for I don't want I don't want to take your sample. Can I have a part of the sample? I wish to manipulate Lily into being more interested in the Zerg than in this conversation. I think you can pretty much count on that. <laughs> you know what? Tell me if you want me to roll, but Lily's already kind of bored of this. Lex is paying attention, but I, I don't think, know. <laughs> I think Imogen is, I guess, like issues the order to Lily to like shoot any Zerg that starts to climb up here or something like that. But she frames it in a like, can you keep your eyes peeled and take care of any Zerg that come up here? Well, I deal with this fella. You got it. Uh, give her the my backpack, because that's where the sample is if she wants it, yeah. Okay, Lily, give me a vigilance check. Two purples. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder how much Lily's really paying attention to this. <laughs> <laughs> One failure. You do see like a zergling down there. You, you snap a shot off at him. It goes flying. Uh, you don't notice anything else too much. Okay. This fellow is, continues talking with you, Imogen. is like, look, I'm Neiman. Yes, I am a ghost. Uh, he's got, you actually can't see his face. Hey. He's covered in the mask. Go ahead. I was directing Lily to do something so that I could pull our conversation away from her. Right. He didn't seem to catch on to that social cue. I'm telling you what I'm physically doing. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, but there's sometimes there's some reasons why Lily doesn't always remember what's happening. And some that's because if we talk too long, I think her attention wanders. <laughs> Imogen, what do you do? So I tell him that I am happy to give him samples of whatever we have, but I want to know about what he can do. Do you get any more specific in terms of like, you want to know what his psionic capabilities are? Or you just leave it at sort of this vague statement? Did he know something about himself being a ghost? Yes, he was about to say like, look, my name is Neiman. Yes, I am a ghost. Okay, I don't want that to make things too awkward. Okay, so what she says is that will make things less awkward. I will happily give you some of my samples if you tell me what you can do and how you can do it. How do I use this gauntlet? <laughs> yeah, how do I use this gauntlet? Duh, duh, that is a trade I can make. Okay, what are his, ex his capabilities? Uh, he says, I have been a ghost for some time. In addition to standard issue capabilities with the appropriate technology, he takes like a, it's like a, like a badge almost on his chest. He takes it off and is like, this is a small Mobius reactor. With this, I have enough energy I can amplify it and cloak myself. And he, the shimmer goes over himself. Takes a little bit of control and you can't do it for a very long time. It has to recharge. And is that something you do with your mind? It's a combination of your mind and the technology of the reactor. So this is just like the Protoss then? There are many similarities. I'm not familiar with the theories behind how psionic Terrans are different from Protoss. I'm sure there's some interesting things there, but that's that's not me. So I can do that. I have a limited telekinetic ability as well. Uh, that's very difficult to develop, uh, but it's something I've practiced here and there. I've heard of some ghosts who can launch uh, psionic attacks. I do not have that capability. Are you a free agent, or are you still working for the government? He says... He says, I work for the legitimate government. I don't work for the Dominion, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> he says, I work for the legitimate government, and I'm like, I'm from Amoja. These governments here don't matter to me. <laughs> yes, he says, I work for the legitimate government. I don't work for the Dominion, if that's what you're getting at. And his accent is definitely not Emojin. Uh, it doesn't sound Kalmorian. I mean, there's lots of small planets out there he could be from. You can't quite play. Are you from Earth? I used to be. Can't really get back there, so can't really say I'm from there anymore. Our expeditionary fleet was totally wiped out, you might recall. He's not that one astronaut that's just been stuck in space forever. <laughs> <laughs> the one Russian. 
He went on the first spacewalk and he walked all the way to the Capri Lu sector over the last 500 years. I didn't know Earth had ghosts. Well, now you do. I trust you will protect this information appropriately. I'm not looking to sell you out to anyone. I appreciate that. It would not end well for either of us. Now then, we have made our trade. May I have a portion of the sample? Aye. Uh, so, true to his word, like he, like, he takes like a small portion of it, like a third of it, puts it in his own little glass container. Do you want any of the spiky thing? Ah, uh, sure, if you're willing to share a bit. Where's this dropship of yours? A little ways further north. We should be able to get there without too much trouble, if your friend can keep the Zerg away. How long have you been on this planet? This planet? Less than a day. I will say I managed to discover there was a settlement here. Because uh, someone else discovered it, and I may have been tapping into some security networks. So, if that someone else was you, hey, it's good we work together, da? <laughs> that stuff doesn't matter to me. This is just doing a job to get something else done. Ah, uh, isn't that what we're all doing? Doing so, a thing to do another thing. <laughs> I mean, this is a favor to get somebody to tell us about a cerebus-brained Zerg larva. I don't tell him that. So, are you only able to do what you can do because you went to some sort of ghost school? It definitely helps to have official training, rigorous mental conditioning. Although, it can also be a hindrance. So he's got like these super cool goggles, like green goggles on. So you can't even see his eyes. There's like part of the side of his head where it looks like there's a... There used to be a little implant of some kind, uh, but it's just like a broken piece of tech that's like embedded in his skin now. He kind of points to that, but it has its downsides as well. So you can imagine a telepathic agents can be somewhat dangerous to the governments that employ them. They take precautions. Why are you so curious about ghost abilities and ghost training? I want to know if there's any sort of exercises or anything. Give me a charm check. Two purples. And I'll say, and a black, because this is like information he's been conditioned to keep secret. Aha, uh -huh, but I have a knack for it. Because, you know, I can subtly read people, kind of, maybe. Two successes. Is there any kind of training you can do? Exercises, you know, to strengthen the whatever. Right, right, right. Duh. He went to school, they did things. There's, I'm not looking to be brainwashed, but. Ah, you think you are uh, touched as well. There are small things you can do to start. Uh, meditation is how they start people. Start somewhere calm, then meditate somewhere more chaotic. The longer you can stay focused even in the face of any distractions, the better. It doesn't sound exciting, and it's not, but it is a necessary component. If there is anything that you can naturally do, practicing that is definitely a, a good stepping stone. Uh, I did hear once of a ghost who could cause flame to burst forth. But I think she ended up joining the fighter at core. Just a little bit easier that way. Are you looking for a teacher? <laughs> She's like, here's all my samples. Is that what this is? I'm not taking apprentices. No offense. I'm looking for information right now. I'm not looking for commitments. Well, you could always surrender yourself to the Dominion Ghost Academy. That'd be a pretty big commitment, it would. Yes, most ghosts don't have a choice. Most of them are taken at a very young age to an academy where they're powers are twisted and developed over decades and they have zero say in their entire lives so think very hard before you really want to grow your power it also attracts attention and not the kind of attention you're going to want there's a reason goes cloak fair enough now then i have recharged enough energy i will go get my dropship and uh come pick you up where would you like to be dropped off i'm afraid i cannot take you off world you have a ship on planet somewhere i 
I give him the coordinates of where we landed. He turns into a shimmer and disappears. I go over and I let Lily know that he can give us a lift back to our ship so that we don't have to cross all these fields of lava. Cool. Also, he's not there anymore. What happened to him? Well, he cloaked. Yeah. That's that's what they do. Give me vigilance checks. (laughs) Didn't Imogen just say he left? Went to go get his ship? Yeah. Uh, Lily, you've had to shoot a couple Zerglings that have been trying to like jump up, but... Was there enough activity? Could I scope out for mining equipment while I'm over here? Oh, yes. You can absolutely do that. But do you want the vigilance first, or would you? No, no, no. You should give me a two-purple perception check first. Okay. Because if there's not enough to keep my interest, I'm okay to just scope <laughs> around the platform and see or what I can see. No, that's perfect. Uh, there, there's no black right now. The black has expired. Okay. Yeah. This area is a little bit more clear. I rolled a success and a threat. You do suffer a strain. Okay. As you do manage to find, oddly enough, it's like a, a portable air filter. And that's sort of what's helping clean the air in this region. You sort of kick it up and it's a little, it's not in great condition, but it is still running. Is it small enough to take? Yeah, it's like too encumbered, so it's a bulky item. Okay. Uh, but you can definitely carry it. Can we put it under our, in our bag or whatever, or? Yeah, yeah, you can put it in your backpack. Okay. It makes a really loud whine, though. I can turn it off. You can turn it off and then you won't have fresh air. You'll have to make that resilience check again. Oh, that's what... It's not super, it's not like ear splitting loud, but it's just kind of like, you're not going to be stealthing anywhere with this. Okay, I didn't realize it was doing some stuff with it, but okay. Yeah, it is on right now. Okay, so portable air filter. You have an air freshener. Okay, yeah, I'll leave it on until I, we need to sneak, then we can worry about it. Okay, and then I need two purple vigilance checks from both of you. I have a failure with three advantages. Good news. The lava has mostly cooled down to the west. Bad news. A dropship is just flying away. See you later, suckers. Uh, no, don't worry about that. Uh, Lily, how's your vigilance? I got one success, two threats. Take two strain. This is a little bit alarming. You see that Zerg are approaching, and they're not trying to climb up your tower anymore. You see a couple hydralists. They are targeting the legs of your tower. Oh no, they've learned. <laughs> they're trying to, it's they've learned. got a grapple and they're trying to pull it. They are at medium range. My gun's got medium range. You have a pistol too, Lily, don't forget. Her pistol is short range, I thought. Oh, it is? Yeah, my. I think everything I have is short range. Yeah. I mean, I can punch them. They probably can't shoot up at you. You have the high ground, you could probably hit them at just at the edge of your range. And you've got the cover I should say, there are also some Zerglings that are running up to the base and clawing at it. So someone could shoot down at that as well. I have a shotgun. That should be close enough range for that. I wanted to shoot the Hydralisks, the ones that are medium range away. But if there's things that are short range to also shoot, your shotgun, you can shoot those guys. Yeah. So I, I will take shots at the Hydralisks so they will not be able to take down our platform if you will deal with the ones that are clawing at it. Okay, yeah. Why don't you each give me a, whatever your combat check is. No need to do this in a combat round. And so it's either short range if you're shooting the guys up real close, or it's medium range and a black if you're shooting the hydralisks because they actually have some defense. Who's shooting what? Let me ask that question. I'm shooting whatever's close to the base. Right. Because I've got the shotgun, so whatever. Okay, so just one purple. And you can take a blue since you're right above them. You have perfect uh, elevation. Okay. Imogen. You have your pistol and you're shooting one of the hydras. I am shooting a hydralisk with defense at medium range. So that's two purples and a black die. You guys have all the story points, so. I got a success, two advantages, and one triumph. And could I use my advantages for whatever Imogen's going to do? Yes. Uh, you managed to distract one of the hydralisks. Uh, it's definitely noticed uh, that other things are being shot at this point. Uh, so it pauses its blasting for a moment. Imogen can take a shot. 
We'll get to your triumph in a second. Oh, and a triumph could activate blast, so... Oh, that's true. You could blast away both circlings at once. Okay. You blast them to pieces. Imogen. I have three successes and a threat. That is good enough. You don't kill the Hydralisks, but you do get its attention. It decides it's going to back up. This is maybe not worth it. Uh, and its compatriot thinks likewise. They are. They stay just out of range. Back to where the creep is. And give me vigilance checks. Two purple, both of you, again. One advantage, one failure. Five success, one threat. Okay, well, with an advantage, you can heal some strain back. With a bunch of successes, you see the spine crawler is like slowly crawling in your direction. And you do not have the munitions to blast that down. What do you do? Did you have any advantages, Imogen? No, I had one threat. Okay. You don't know where that dropship is. Is he coming back here? Supposed to be. Or, oh, we're not supposed to meet him somewhere? No, he was going to bring the dropship here to pick us up. All right. Roger that. Okay, so we could we could just cower behind the uh, the walls here. That's an option, but uh, I don't think either of us would go for it. I mean, you get charged. The the hydralists are hanging back with this thing as well, so they're sort of escorting it. Scrounging. We're on top of a mining platform. Give me two purple perception check. Both of us are just. Uh, both of you can do it. Oh, we can combine the powers of our perception. Wonder twin power activate form of seeing things. So I have two ranks in it. And I have three cunning. So you can roll green, yellow, yellow. Two successes, three advantages. What do you find that's useful in this situation? Pipe bomb. Yeah, they say, like, you're looking for some things that you can use to ward off this. Take a leaf out of Sam Aran's book. Just make a bomb. Or something we can drop on them from the, oh, they're from far away. Although... They're going to be a little further away. You do find... Imogen has sort of this trap thing going. So maybe a catapult. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little a little off. You do find a barrel of Vespe, which you know is explosive. I totally wanted like one of those claw tractors so we could just yeah. try to get hydralisks. <laughs> pull me down, pull me down. There is a barrel of Vespe that you could probably like push over the edge. Like there's a, not a ramp, but the thing you could roll down and then it would be rolling towards uh, the building. So someone would have to line up the roll and someone would have to line up a shot. So essentially send the barrel rolling at them and then shoot it so that it explodes? Yeah. I think those are both Lily skills. I'm just the idea woman. I think somebody's going to have to get it rolling and somebody's going to have to shoot. Do you want to use a story point to make some sort of a ramp that makes it more likely that we can get it to them or that lets us fling it or something using physics and science? (laughs) Or you think this will just work? Well, what is this skill for this rolling Thing. Athletics is a possibility. I'm open to coordination. If you have a good idea, mechanics could work. Yeah, so I can do athletics or coordination. Coordination I'd be a little bit better at because I have a rank and it's based on agility. Yeah, but you're also a much better shot than I am. What if we don't need to do it as a shot? What if, I don't know, I was going to say, what if we rigged if we rigged it to explode, but that would be a mechanics-y type thing. And... Yeah, you, you do have enough advantages to have like something you could do that, but it would be a mechanics check. Could we use a story point just to say there's a little bit of lava where we're going to roll it? Oh, so it'll make the coordination check a little bit harder. But if you can hit it in the right spot, yeah, there's if you spend a story point, yes. So I don't know if that would be better or not, but... I think that's better because then we can just like work together on the rolling. And the coordination? Okay. Uh, So you spend a story point for this lava in this convenient location. A little burst comes up out, not like a big flow. Uh, So the Zerg have to divert around... Just to, to the edge of that, 
and it will be a hard three purple coordination check to hit it just on the edge of the lava. Okay, if we do it together, we get a blue die. Is that what happened? Yes, you'll get a blue die, Lily, since Imogen is untrained and un coordinated. Uncoordinated. <laughs> uncoordinated. <laughs> you haven't been training on barrel rolling like I have. <laughs> do a barrel roll. <laughs> three successes and one advantage. Sure enough, uh, you guys managed to find the right barrel. Kind of line like Imogen's, like trying to help you line it up a little bit. It's like, yeah, a little left, left, left. You give it a good shove. Goes. Imogen's like, that's the lava it needs to be in. Yeah, bouncing down a little bit, rolling. The spine crawler, it has just gotten to like close enough. It's happy with where it is. And it's starting to like claw into the ground. For a moment, it looks like the barrel is going to like hit the spine crawler itself. It actually like smacks it away a little bit and into the lava where you've correctly directed it. It hits the lava very large. Green gaseous explosion uh, occurs. This isn't like super putt-putt golf scenario. Yeah, this whole area is engulfed in green flame. Green flame! You hear screams of the hydralists as well that were accompanying this creature. Just as you succeed that, dropship rolls in. You didn't see it. It seems to come out of nowhere, as though the dropship itself can perhaps cloak as well. Nice. So it's a very fancy thing. This guy's scheme is purple, apparently. He doesn't land directly on the platform, but he gets right near it. And he, like, lowers down a ladder. He says, come on, I got in here as fast as I could. All right. You are inside, back inside. The thing stays, like, cloaked the whole time. It goes not directly to the coordinates that you gave, slightly roundabout way. Yeah. And sort of, like, on the edge of one of the platforms. And he says, like, I'd rather not make myself too obvious. That's fair. Uh, to your compatriots. But take care, my friends. He's a Zerg researcher. He's not Ted, I promise he's not Ted. <laughs> no, like, I don't know how shy he is. Like, does he want to be put in contact with other Zerg researchers? Or is there, like, you know, some, like, encrypted ID thing he has? Like, essentially, I tell him, like, we're here on behalf of somebody who is also a very shy researcher. But is there any sort of bulletin board or whatever? Like, is there any way that we can put you two in touch with each other? He says it's probably safer for him not to have his name out there. Uh, if you have contact information you wish to give him, he'll accept that. Uh, but he's not going to give any out right now. All right. I will simply give him my contact information because Lee June wouldn't want me giving out hers either. Right. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. That's why I was wondering if there was any sort of... Okay, okay. Well, does he seem interested in working with somebody? Definitely hesitant. Yeah, I think Imogen would be able to tell. Okay, he pulls out like... This is a special comm. If you want to try to reach me, I may not always be available if I'm outside of range of my uh, dropship, for example, my laboratory. You can try to reach me this way. Okay. I mean, I'm not a Zerg researcher, but... You're out here in the field connecting Zerg samples, are you not? I just feel like there's no reason for you all to be doing redundant work. Mailman doesn't isn't in the business of writing letters either. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so he gives you a uh, like a special encrypted comm kind of thing. And he flies off into the sunset. What was the inside of his ship like? Sort of like his med kit. Very, like, well-cleaned, not heavily used, not of a design that you're very familiar with. Okay. Didn't look like standard Dominion stuff or even Confederate. Okay, so where did he drop us off? Do we still want to collect more general samples? I mean, I feel like we still need to, like, look and see are there any shiny rocks on the ground. I found this. I show her the shiny rock. Yeah, she's got a shiny rock. You can make a knowledge Terran check, uh, Imogen. Two purples. I'll collect shiny rocks. You can check in with Durian and see yes. how they're doing. 
you succeed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are some high quality uh, minerals that Lily was able to find over by the Zerg Hive cluster. But is it Jorium? Uh, did you have a Triumph? No. It's not Jorium. I tell you, these look really good. Grom's going to like them. No. Yeah, you pull out the pamphlet and it's like, uh, grade B minerals. I, I think a B is, is the best that, that Lily could expect to do. B for best. That's cold. Well, with all the Zerg, I'm not sure, but whatever. It's a rock. It could have just been pumice. Yeah, so he, you did get dropped off sort of on the edge of the platform where your ship originally landed. Okay, so I will radio, I guess I could radio to Durian unless we see him there. Maybe we approach a ship and see what their status is. You approach the ship first or you call Durian first? Well, I look I look at Imogen to see what she's, because otherwise I'll ra I can radio to Durian. I would be like wanting to check on the status of the ship. You can call into Durian while I go talk to the, the ship folks. Okay. Why don't you call in the Durian first? Uh, give me an easy computer's check though. He's a, the distance is a little far afield. Okay. And we're at black dye or no black dye? No black dye here. Your filtering equipment's still on. Oh man, we should take that over to the mechanics trying to fix the ship. <laughs> One advantage. Uh, you're having a hard time getting through. Okay. All you get is Durian's like, what's that Lily? You okay? There's a lot of crackling. Okay. Like, I'm sure we'll be fine. I think there's another call trying to come through. They've been trying to reach me for a bit. Look, we'll be going back soon. Don't worry. That's all you get from him. Okay. Imogen, you're going to talk to the people on the ship? Yeah. You walk back. The ship is still there. You see a couple of the scientists kind of trying to make repairs. The pilot you recognize comes down like the gangplank and make a perception check. Two purples. Success. She has a look of like, I don't know, absolute terror on her face as she comes out of the aircraft, or the spacecraft, I should say. Okay. Uh, just comes down, is like, you, what did you do out there? Uh, wait, we, we found some air filtration equipment? Did you set anything off or anything? Uh, there was a Vespian explosion. On anything important? Zerg. <laughs> the biggest ass Zerg you've what? ever seen. <laughs> no. Why don't you get Lily? We've been getting a message on repeat for like the last 20 minutes that seems to be for you two, and it's freaking me out. Okay, if that's what has her upset, not like a storm of Zerg on their way. It's my mom. <laughs> All right. Lily's mom is here. I just shout Lily. I jog over. Yeah, uh, you can't raise during anyway. The pilot, she takes out like a little data pad and says like, about 20 minutes ago, we got this message and it's just been playing on repeat. And she like flicks up a little video. You see an actual video of the Queen of Blades face. And I want to clarify, she is like Terran, but she's heavily infested with Zerg. She has sort of olive green skin and like yellow eyes. And not just like the iris is yellow, like the entire eye is yellow. She doesn't really have hair so much as like tentacle dreadlocks at this point. It's just, it looks diseased and disgusting, and, but there is actual audio coming through. It's like an actual proper signal. It says, I thought I put up a pretty clear do not touch sign near that area. When the swarm devours this sector, I'm going to save a special claw just for you. You return my cerebrate's remains and drown in the lava after what penance. Wait, she said return the remains? That's what she says. Too late for that. <laughs> we, we, we should probably get out of Did you two touch a cerebrate maybe when you were out there? Uh, when there might, I? Give me a good reason why I shouldn't abandon you here. Why I shouldn't throw you in the lava. The sign wasn't as clear as you would think. <laughs> there was definitely no sign. I don't know. Were there, were there Zerg protecting something? I mean, I can coerce her. Like, why shouldn't she abandon us here? Because her boss is the one who arranged this whole entire thing specifically to get us to this planet. Okay. 
You were at a red, a purple, and a black. Because guess who's way more terrifying than you? (laughs) (laughs) Way more terrifying than Grom. (laughs) We have any story points here? You have one story point. I'm going to use it because I don't want to be abandoned on this planet. But it will not avail me. Failure with a threat. You tried to remind her that, well, Grom is the one who brought you. She's just like, I'm not caring about my job right now. The lo- every minute we stay here, we're that much closer to dying. Like, as soon as Dury and his team get back, we are leaving. Is the ship spaceworthy? It's spaceworthy enough. I don't know what you did, what you're screwing around with. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> well, that means probably this isn't a good mining place. Will she let me assist with ship repairs while we wait for Durian to get the sciences back? That's going to require like a charm check. And that okay. is a, a red and a purple. Not extra black, because that's helpful to her. Failure with two advantages. I can't believe the Queen of Blades just totally ratted us out. No, I think you've done quite enough help, both of you. Do you have the sample? Maybe if we just throw it in the lava, they'll, they'll leave us alone. That won't work because there's more than one sample out there and we don't have the only one. What do you mean there's more than one sample? Who has the other sample? Someone who's not here anymore. Did somebody die to get you the sample? The du- where's Durian? No. The Durian? What'd you do to Durian? Someone who is not on the planet anymore. He left in his ship. Okay, you two are going to have to level. What are you doing with the sample that's so important? I don't know why the lady with the snake hair is so upset about it. The them. Queen of Blades, okay? Like, the Zerg are bad enough. This is the this, She's like queen bitch of the universe. I don't know if you know. She will tear your shit up with this creepy smile on her face. We have a sample of the Cerebrit that she seems so upset about. Then destroy it. Get rid of it. That's not going to make her any calmer, because it's not the only sample that's gotten out of here. Well, maybe if someone else has a sample, she'll go after that person and not us. A researcher needs this. I need my life. Then fix the think, ship. You think you can just appease the Queen of Blades by just putting it back? Just doing what she says? Letting her boss you around? It get hard. Knowledge search. You know what? Do we have another jar? Uh, you, def- you definitely have a spare jar. You bought a bunch. You spent credits on jars. We put a little bit of the sample in there. I will need a uh, skullduggery check to like hide this from her. No, I was gonna. I'm gonna go throw a fake jar. Oh, just throw a jar. Yeah. So I'll put a little bit in there so it has like whatever, and then I'm gonna go throw a jar in the lava. Do give me a skullduggery check just to see how well you sell this. Yeah, I'm not trying to sell it to the pilot as much as anybody that might be. Yeah, you know what? Sure, I'm not afraid to try to trick the pilot. Okay, so it's just a two purple. One advantage and one failure. Okay, yeah, you throw it out there, but she sees you do something. And she's like, what? Is that all of it? Look, I, whatever this thing is that's super important, it's not as important as our lives. I failed that role. The Zerg check you were asking me to make. You don't know what the Queen of Blades, like, track record is as far as if you were to appease her, would she, like, let you live for a while then? The point I was trying to make to the pilot is there is a researcher who wants this Cerebrate stuff and the Queen of Blades doesn't want her to have it unless there's going to be some smashing military victory against the Queen of Blades. Science is your only hope. We can't appease her when this is information that could be used to stop her. I'm of the opinion that running is our only hope and staying out of the line of fire is our only hope, okay? That might be the only hope for you and your one little ship, but it is not the only hope for humanity. Oh god, now you're sounding like Mengsk. I can make a negotiate check or something. Uh, yeah, I do like that. This is a bigger picture issue. Make a two purple negotiate check. How much of this Zerg spray stuff do we have? Enough to use on each of yourselves. But for like multiple applications? If I spray this jar now? You probably want to do it just before you get checked. 
Okay. I don't know how she's going to know that we have it still. That's why I was going to spray it if it seemed like something she could sense. The negotiate is just two advantages. Failure. She says, like, look, I, I understand you want to find some way to stop the Queen of Blades. I don't Maybe you weren't here four years ago. The Dominion already tried that. Everyone in the sector tried that. She fooled all of us. She was in charge of the sector. She chose to withdraw. We, we certainly did not put up any resistance to that. We've been slowly, humanity, trying to claw our way back from the brink, okay? Don't want to jeopardize that. Things have been more or less peaceful for the past couple of years. Business has been picking up. Been able to do science rather than just run for my life. Don't. Ugh. This is dangerous. We shouldn't be messing with this. We should not be kicking the hornet's nest. How does she know if we've gotten rid of it? She saw you, like, fussing around with the jar. She suspects you. No, no, the Queen of Blades. Oh, oh, the Queen of Blades. You have no idea. How do we prove... I say that to the pilot. How do we prove to her that we've gotten rid of it? I don't know. She's some kind of psionic Zerg human mastermind. She can project this signal across space using just Zerg biology. Oh, yeah, we're fucked. (laughs) I don't say that, but... (laughs) She is the swarm, okay? When one of her Zergs dies, she knows. But there were a bunch of Zerg over there watching what we were doing. Then maybe she knows what you look like. Hmm. Well, she but, doesn't know what you look like. No, she shouldn't. But she sees me with you. Could be the end of the line for me, wouldn't it? About this time, Doreen and a couple of the other scientists, they managed to huff it back. They said, yeah, we got your message to come back right away. Is everything okay? Sees you two, you three, in kind of like a heated conversation. So what are you suggesting? You're just going to abandon us here? Uh, you say that, Durian kind of like, whoa, who's going to abandon who now? What's going on? Durian kind of like looks at a pilot as sort of like the commander in charge. Pilot says, or if you notice an uptick of Zerg, like she tosses him the, the data pad with the video on it. These two misfits, ruffians. They're duels. They're stirring up Zerg trouble. And look who's attra- attention they've attracted. Durian kind of looks at his like, yes, Queen of Blazer, right? Whew, she's gotten ugly. He's like, yep, that's her. He kind of looks at you guys, you really, uh... What, pick a cerebrate's brain? Aye. A little bit. Damn, that's pretty impressive. I heard those things can't be killed. This one was already dead. Oh, that makes it a lot easier. Imogen climbed up a big one and just, like, stabbed it in the face. <laughs> Damn, that's badass. High five. <laughs> the pilot's just like, focus, people! We're going to die! <laughs> pilot's just like, look, I want to leave them here, and then maybe the Queen of Blades will leave us alone, okay? Durian's like, I, I see what you're saying... Uh, but I don't leave squad mates behind. The pilot's just like, they're not members of our squad. They're just a couple of stragglers. They're basically legalized stowaways. <laughs> Personal friends of my boss equals legalized stowaways. I'm letting you just talk to yourself because I have already failed as many influence roles as possible here. So I feel like I haven't been able to persuade this pilot of anything. Yeah, Durian's is like, what? Chill out. Maybe I can... You're pretty stressed. Take it easy. Let me... Let me talk it over with them. So, like, the pilot, she, like, puts her hands up behind her head, like, walks away for a second, takes a drink. During, like, she uses some, uh, serious stuff, huh? We're not putting it back. See, what do you need this cerebrate brain for? Science. Like, a lot of credits kind of science, or, like, take over the world kind of science? Someone who's trying to figure out how these things work, and how to maybe undo things. Someone who knew her before she changed. Those people are pretty rare. They're usually not in good mood, but they usually know what they're dealing with. Give me a charm check. One purple. Success. Yeah, okay. I see what you're getting at, and I really don't want to leave you behind. 
This is kind of a dangerous thing, though. Uh, I don't know, Lily, what do you think? I think if our scientist friend knew that we would draw attention to the Queen of Blades, we would have been warned. So I think we need to tell her. You want me to try to call her now? I think she needs to know what we're dealing with. Maybe she can advise. We can try to see if it will work from here. I don't know how communications work. Does the ship have some sort of booster? Uh, it, yeah, the ship has a booster you can, you can go through. That's not a big deal. I think she would have told us. Maybe this queen is stronger than she thinks or something, and she needs to know it. Okay, yeah, we can place a call to Lee June. Sure. That's, I mean, that's what Lily thinks. You get through, and you hear someone sw- sipping some sweet tea. Ah, we're so hot right now. And yeah. it's so sweet, we can hear it. You, get, you can hear the sweetness of it. <laughs> you can hear the clink of the ice cubes. Yeah, she's added some sugar right now. <laughs> uh, how y'all doing there? Got good news, I hope? We have a problem. Problem? You alright? At this moment, we have your sample. Oh, that's wonderful. But the owner's not happy about it. What do you mean, uh, the owner? I read her the text of the message. Yeah, that sounds like Kerrigan, alright. She's mighty upset. I did not think she... I didn't think she was going to notice, truth be told. There was some sort of balloon, Zerg. She gives a description... Did it have sort of like large dangly legs or like big googly eyes? Big googly eyes. Big googly eyes, yeah. <laughs> the technical terms. She says, yeah, I've heard of that kind of Zerg that's been showing up more recently. It's called a overseer. They're better than overlords, apparently. They're outfitted with, uh, as you might imagine, very careful sensors, sensory organs. So maybe she was tapped into that. That would make sense quite a bit. Can she track the sample? She's going to make her knowledge Zerg check. Hopefully she's got a few more ranks in it than we do. I would hope so. Okay. Uh, she says, given that sample is dead, she shouldn't be able to track it. Could she tell if we destroyed it? <sighs> not if she can't track it. Yeah, probably not, is my guess. At least not at great distance. If she were, I don't know, inside of you, she might be. So then there's, there's nothing that we can do then to undo what we already did. I doubt it, unless you wanted to try to get inside of... Some Zerg make it look like you're throwing it away, but that's an awful, awful loss. This will give us a lot of insight into how she came to be what she is. All right, next question. Are there other civilized planets near Redstone 3 that are not Core Hall? That are not Core Hall. Make an average knowledge term check. Failure with advantage. Yeah, you know there's a planet that's technically outside Dominion space. I was just trying to think, like, is there a place that, like, the mining ship can just drop us off so that we'll be, like, out of their hair? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Wait. the pilot would accept that. There is a place. It's not a friendly place, but there is a place. Do people think June Lee is dead? Was that the deal? Lee June? No, not, but she's wanted by the Dominion. But they don't know where she is? Correct. And this communication is an untrackable? She told you it was, like, encrypted. Could she talk to our pilot? Because the pilot wants to leave us. I prefer to minimize the number of people that I uh, freely associate with. Understood. And uh, if I put over some sort of voice mask and video mask, it's not really a very effective uh, treatment. I was kind of counting on her being a little famous and convincing the pilot she knew what she was talking about more so than... <laughs> not if your pilot is, you know, a relatively loyal Dominion citizen. That's not going to be an association I'll, I would help with. Understood. But yeah, Imogen, you do know there is another planet that is settled. It's got a bit of a rough reputation. A dead man's port. Oh. But it's settled. It's not Dominion controlled. All right. Well, maybe that's 
something that the pilot can compromise on and just ditch us at the first port of call. Yeah. Maybe it will help if we explain that our scientist says that she can't track the sample. Yeah, I'll, I'll use that as a something. That may help indeed. Doreen is like giving you space. He's chatted with the pilot a little bit. The pilot comes back to you guys. So it's like, well, you going to pitch the sample or not? So we've consulted our expert. Expert. Yes, I told you. We she were. like looks at Lily. Is Lily your expert? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lily um, actually laughs. We called our expert. Yeah, I'm the scientist. The person <laughs> who hired us to acquire this. And she doesn't think that the Queen of Blades has a way to detect whether or not the sample is destroyed. So there's nothing to do at this point to make the Queen of Blades less angry at us. But you can minimize your exposure by simply dropping us at the nearest port and then continuing on your merry way back to Core Hall 4. Give me a charm check and take a blue die. Two purples. Success with three threats. She says, all right. She like looks up her star charts real quick. She's like, ah, dead man's port, of course. All right, uh, but you're paying for the, what will be literally a 15 minute docking fee. How, how much does that run? Uh, it's gonna cost you like, how many threats did you have? Three. Uh, 75 credits. You said, how many threats do you have? But at first it sounded like, how many credits do you have? And I was like, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> how much you got? Yeah, 75 credits, sort of 25 each in this case. Okay. God, I hate that place. So then take us back to Core Hall. No, no, I'll drop you off Dead Man's Port. That's safer. If she can track you, better that she goes there. She can't track us. Yeah, you know, I don't really want to take my chances. We're gonna go back there anyway. She agrees to drop you off at Dead Man's Port. Actually, we need to go to Marsara, right? You do need to eventually get back to Marsara. That is correct. Yeah, so I, I don't really have a good understanding of geography. Everything is plot distance away. Whether we'll be able to get transit from the Dead Man place to Marsara, or whether we'll have to go from there to Core Hall to Marsara. You probably could scrounge up transportation from Dead Man's Port to Marsara. There's more people on Dead Man's Port than Marsara, certainly. Could we convince her to just take us to Marsara? Is it a close enough thing? That's a little more out of the way. Okay. Dead Man's Port is sort of the closest place. You're kind of out on the fringes already. Well, it doesn't hurt to ask. How about Marsara? It's not very populated. Marsara, uh, no thanks. That's too far out of my way. Oh, look, I'll drop you off at Dead Man's Port, and I hope I never see you again. I didn't even want to survey this planet. She, like, stomps back into her ship. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can get on the ship. It's a rocky takeoff, uh, but you can heal some strain, if you like, as you are, will be dropped off at Dead Man's Port. It's only about a six-hour jump to Dead Man's Port, so you don't have a lot of time. Certainly, if you wanted to make medical checks on yourself, you each have some crits, is that correct? That's true, I forgot about that. And there is nobody with medical skill on the ship, or are we blacklisted now? Maybe just the pilot is really annoyed with you guys. Like, the other scientists, like... They're just kind of busy with their minerals. They didn't want to stay longer, but they're leaving kind of in a hurry. They're a little, they're a little annoyed, but no, they don't really have medical skill. They have basic like first aid kind of things. Yeah, but they're probably smarter than we are. Who do you ask for help? But if they don't like us, there is that. Do you want to try to butter them up with the rock samples? Yes. I would just hand those over, but we might need to sell them. <laughs> well, that's thinking. They were for Grom anyway. We can hand over the rock samples, the air purifier. I don't know. I mean, if we're going to have to pay this docking fee, and I don't know what it's going to take for us to get off the thing. Normally, I would just hand it right over, but... I mean, we're enterprising individuals. Whatever you think needs to happen, but I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I would rather have our crits treated sooner 
So I feel like we should give Grom LLC the things that we told Grom LLC we would do for them. And if that makes people here more inclined to check us over, because actually, like, these are injuries that we sustained in the crash of the ship. There is that. Mm -hmm. So I would burn those resources for that purpose. Okay. So you hand over both items, the crystal sample and the air freshener. Yes. Okay. So this will be negotiation. Two purples is the base difficulty. A black die, because they generally are apathetic towards you, but you get two blue dice, one for each extra doodad that you have. And also, probably we want to mark where we found the sample. I don't know what samples you took. Yeah, so, and also the coordinates for the things. Yes, so right on top of the Zerg hive, mm -hmm. good minerals. Yep. Yeah, there's a Zerg right there. The other equipment that uh, another Zerg was tearing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also on a giant pile of creep. You know what? I'm sure they're fine mining around a cerebrit if the minerals are good enough. <laughs> uh, four successes. All right. One of the scientists, she's like busy doing some analysis. And you're like, hey, I have some samples. She's like, I'm kind of doing in like you one of like Lily, I imagine you're carrying the air freshener mm -hmm. image and you've got this little sample. She's like, oh, you guys did do some survey. <laughs> you're not completely worthless. That's actually handy. We didn't get to do nearly as much as we would have liked. Uh, she like pulls out a little, well, she brings up a map on her data pad and she's like, asks you to point out like, where did you find different things or just general terrain knowledge? That's very useful too. Mm -hmm. She stops thinking of you as, you know, annoying stragglers and thinks of you as, you know, amusing interns. <laughs> we'll take what we can get. Well, I guess there's no secret there was a cerebrit on there, so we'll mark that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, that's terrible. That's this whole region. Ugh. I don't know if we're going to want to mine here, but we'll get something for this. Between this, what we collected, that might at least pay for this trip. I mean, I didn't dig, I just picked it up. Yeah, but most people aren't willing to go hunting on Zerg Creep. Naturally, they like the same minerals we do. Uh, you took to quite a bit of a spill, didn't you? So she will agree to treat both of you. She has a little bit of magical training, not a lot. Who wants to go first? Let's do me first. Alright. It's my fault Imogen is here anyway. Two successes and a threat. That removes the crit. You are doing fine. Don't even worry about the strain. That's an Imogen. I was hoping for some advantages for you. You guys will fully heal your strain because you'll have had six hours or so to get back to before you go to Dead Man's Port. Yeah, but I don't know how much strain this pilot's going to have. She's probably stressed out because she crash landed here in the first place. Yeah, the pilot's pretty stressed out. I mean, she's <laughs> definitely going to blame the crash landing on having too many, too much extra dead weight around. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, she jettisoned it, you know, at the nearest planet. <laughs> uh, so Imogen, you're also, your crit is also healed. Thank you. Yeah, sorry about that crash, but it is a dangerous, it's a dangerous enterprise. Yeah, I don't know what you guys were doing out there. Sounds like it stirred up to some Zerg. The pilot was very upset. It's safer for you not to know. Not to know? What, what kind of weird things are you two into? Things that upset important, powerful people. You know, I wanted to stay out of warfare. That's why I went into, like, geological surveying. And pilots. Yeah, well, I mean, like most pilots, she's ex-military anyway, but... She was hoping to get out of war, too, I'm sure. <sighs> oh, well. War keeps coming. Just gotta be ready with the right resources so we can win next time. Give our regards to Mr. Grom. Will do. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, 
visit us at diceystories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.